Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialist, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davis and Carrie Brinkader and their guest, Kathy Enderbrock. Love talking about the exchanged life, love of Joseph. Welcome to Love Talk. This is Evelyn Davidson, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, 11.20 a.m., Christian Talk Radio, The Bridge. And we're building bridges of love and leadership with one of my special friends and now very professional, uh, Carrie Brinkode. Carrie, we are so happy to have you. And every time I'll stutter on your name, and (laughs) I I apologize for that. That's okay, Miss Evelyn. It is a mouthful. I know, I know. It is so good to be with you today, Miss Evelyn. How have you been doing? I'm doing much, much better, and I am so excited as we move into this season of celebrating God's goodness and and the treasure that the Lord Jesus really is. He has invested in us, and he wants a return on that investment. Absolutely. And we start out giving him praise, and that's what the Thanksgiving season is all about. And then uh, right here, we're just on the brink of Christmas, and I'm excited. For an an 84-year-old lady, that's pretty good. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. To see another Christmas and to get to experience the love of Jesus this Christmas season, so special. Absolutely. Well, we do have someone on the line. Yay. She's going to love talk with us today. That's right. Hi. Kathy. How are you, Kathy? I am doing so well. It's great to be with you this morning, and I am all rugged up in my base layer. I got a new rug 
for Christmas that is the thickest robe I've ever owned in my entire life. There is snow on the ground outside and uh, and on the mountains, more importantly, for all the skiers out there and having a really great time up here in Boise, Idaho. Are you getting ready to ski or have you ever skied before? Well, Evelyn, I grew up skiing, but oh, really? uh, here's the thing. Yes, Eric and all three of our girls never had been oh. on the slopes before. <laughs> So we spent Thanksgiving weekend skiing, and because we couldn't get together with family, it was only us all the way up up here up in the northwest portion of our beautiful nation, and so we thought, well, we can't be with family, so let's just go out and have fun. So we went and booked a ski trip. Wonderful, wonderful. How's the snow? Is it beautiful? Are you enjoying that part of Idaho? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was um. It's very different. I'm I'm learning how to dress. I'm learning all the difference between uh, base layers, what a base layer is, and learning the difference between wool, silk, polyester, and cotton, <laughs> and what to put on depending on how cold it is outside and what the planned activity is. And um, and you know, Carrie, it, it it we had snow on the mountains back in October. We got our first snowfall in our backyard November 14th. And I tell you, it was so hard to get these girls to go to school. And all of the girls, they said, oh, my gosh, school will be canceled. School will be canceled. And I said, girls, this is Idaho. This does not, you know, three inches does not cancel school. Like, I don't even think there's going to be a delay. Sure enough, no delay whatsoever. Everything running on time. And, you know, to the girls, uh, great regret. They, you know, they thought it was very unfair for the first snowfall to be required to go to school. Um, and so it's, it's been a fun experience, a lot of adjustments, but, you know, exchanging the very easy Texas winter for a little bit more rugged Idaho winter, it's been a really good learning experience for us. You know, Kathy, you lost me at base layer, girl. I don't even know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I, but I can certainly appreciate your sweet girls not wanting to go to school, uh, on that first snowfall, what what an amazing experience you guys are having. Sounds like a lot of fun. It, it is a good time. You know, and Christmas is coming up, so this is going to be a really big challenge for us because, you know, Christmas, we've always been with grandparents, always. We've, we've never been a family that likes to travel on Christmas. So we stay close to home for Christmas, and all the family comes to our house and so, you know, this Christmas will be a, be a bit different, you know, exchanging the Texas family Christmas for an, an Idaho, uh, you know, kind of adventure Christmas on our own. And so we're, we're excited about what the Lord is going to do as far as knitting our family's hearts, you know, closer together as Christmas really becomes about being um, uh, about the season and the holiday and finding meaning and value because it is special to our Christian faith because we're able to draw close to Christ and one another, and it's going to be less about being together with family and friends and having the presence from all of the aunts and uncles. Wow. So it's going to be a good thing. Mm. Yes. uh, So many changes for you guys this year, but I tell you what, I bet that'll be an incredibly special memory for your girls the older they get to be able to experience just that special knit time with you and Eric and uh, and the snow. <laughs> yeah, 
I know you're taking a lot of pictures. I know that we're going to talk about some, you know, picture taking in this um, upcoming segment today, but we are taking a lot of pictures, and I love when you put together the program, Carrie, and all of your perspectives on, on picture taking and on the lens that we look through and um, and capturing the, those, those moments with the right perspective. And so, you know, whenever we're in and, and taking pictures, I'm just so thankful to God and so grateful that he's allowing us this experience and that we're able to catch it, catch that moment in a picture and also capture it in our hearts to, you know, remember, uh, remember in the future what he did with us this year in Boise. That's so wonderful. Kathy has given us a little bit of glimpse into what we're going to talk about today. Before we get to that, though, I'd like us to find out what's been going on with Miss Evelyn. Oh, well, I'm growing older. (laughs) I'm seasoned. Uh, Things are going really well. I am so excited about next year. Of course, I'm excited about Christmas because we have a new great-granddaughter. Oh, wow. We are thrilled. We've not seen her. She was born when we were on our tour. And uh, we're we're planning some really exciting times for this season, and not only for our family personally, but for, for next year as we begin to look at 2016 when I will be 85 years old. Woo-hoo! Party time. Wow. Party time. It is. We are going to have a party, Kathy. Uh, when I was 75, Dan gave me a party, and we started out with about 25 couples, and we ended up with about 350 people. Uh, but this, <laughs> this is going to be a benefit for National Day of Prayer. And the big thing right now we're involved in is setting up cottage prayer meetings for the Franklin Graham um, Decision America Tour. And these are really busy days for us, but it's also days of celebrating the Lord Jesus and the gift that he has given us and the treasure that we are to him and the and the ability and the responsibility that we have to give him a return on that investment. Ab- absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing, Kathy and Evelyn. Today's program, um, our love, we are love talking about the exchanged life. And as we approach this Christmas celebration season, we so often talk about Mary Jesus' earthly mother, which obviously that's a worthy topic. But today I want to take a little bit different approach and look through a different lens, as Kathy mentioned, about Jesus' earthly father, Joseph. Joseph experienced an exchanged life. Oh, it was a changed, I mean, chain, like a chain, you know, a, a pattern was put in his life. Absolutely. And that's going to be so exciting, Carrie, as we talk. It is time for us to take our first break. Let's go ahead and do that. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. 
From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davis and Carrie Brinkader and their guest, Kathy Enderbrock. Love Talking about the exchanged life, Love of Joseph. Welcome back to 1120 AM The Bridge here with Evelyn Davison and our good, good friend, Kathy Enderbrock. Today we are talking about Joseph. We are talking about an exchanged life as we look to this Christmas holiday season, looking through a different lens as we, so in our sinful nature, um, we tend to look through a narrow lens. And Joseph, he had to look through a completely different lens as we look at his life, a man that was completely taken aback by an abrupt change in, in his life. Let's talk about looking through lenses a little bit. Miss Evelyn, do you remember any of your first childhood pictures? Oh, my gosh. I had to go back so far. (laughs) (laughs) We went to my grandparents, and before we went, we had a Model A car. Now, we were talking about in the 30s. Wow. And my dad put my sister and I in the car, and they stayed in the house a long time, and we got cold when they wrapped us up with a blanket. Because they were putting out Santa Claus while we, you know, were gone. <laughs> and so when we got to my grandparents, the next night they built a big bonfire. They lived on a farm. And they first time in my life I saw sparklers. And I wanted so badly to hold one of those. My dad said, no, you will burn yourself and you're too precious to get burned. So that's my first memory of Christmas. And, you know, to be with family uh, has always been you know, exciting for us. Do you remember how old you were with those first memories? I was five years old. You were about five. Wow. Man, you know, when you think about that, Miss Evelyn, that was 80 80 years years ago. ago. (laughs) And what a special, special Mm -hmm. memory. So, Kathy, do you have any special childhood pictures that speak to you or pictures of your girls when they were babies? Uh, I mean, you know, when you have children, you love to look at, at pictures of them. Going through their baby book is probably one of their favorite things. That's, you know, it's one of the things that we can do and enjoy together. And Eric's mom and dad, my husband, Eric, as you girls know, um, his mom and dad, 
keep a separate baby book for each of our three girls. And it is filled with pictures going from the day from their birth up until present day. And every time we go and visit Grandma and Grandma, Grandpa, and Brock, that is the first. The girls hug Nana and Papa and then make a beeline for their baby photos because they love to just see themselves in those pictures and how they once were and how the Lord has just progressed them from a tiny little infant to where they're at. But I would have to say mine that um, that I love, I you know, in our family we have four boys and four girls. Um, so I have four sisters, four brothers, and three sisters. And um, and we have a picture of all of us sitting on a couch. And um, the brothers, Danny, Stevie, Rick, and Billy are, are all sitting on the couch. And then the girls, myself and Trishan and Amber and Margie, are sitting above them. And um, each of us has our arms wrapped around our brother's neck. So... I'm hugging on Ricky's neck, and Amber's hugging on Danny's neck, and each of the girls are hugging on one of the brothers, and we were just messing around, and I, I think it had to have been Mom or Dad that took the picture, but that, and it was a night, and I love, it is actually, I have that on my Facebook page, I love that picture because there's been so few times when all of us have been together as adults. And um, it, it, it was just one of those very few and precious times when we were all together. That does sound like a really special picture with all eight siblings actually getting along and being in one picture together. That's, <laughs> that's definitely, um, that, that is definitely a special memory. As we talk about lenses, and I'm so glad you brought that up, Kathy. Um, you know, someone had to take that picture of you and your, your brothers and sisters, and it was probably one of your parents. And I know that many photographers, they love looking through that lens. They love what they see on the other side of that camera. They love looking at smiling faces. And so many photographers catch exactly the right moment. And you just look at that and you think, wow, wow. Although I've heard heard of many photographers, especially at weddings, taking about 5,000 pictures <laughs> just to get the right one. The value of those pictures also is so important to us. I know that if we lost our pictures somehow, that would be devastating because even though those images are burned in our brains, to just go back and look at the, at the pictures is so special to us. Now, Joseph, what lens was Joseph looking through? I'm sure that he wanted to take a narrow view of what was staring right in front of him. Mary, the woman he's betrothed to, pregnant. What? Or did he look through a wide lens? Was he looking at a big picture? Okay, God, I have no idea what is going on here. I don't have a clue as to what this means. But, Lord, okay. I'd like to discuss further kind of, what maybe his attitude was as he looked through those lenses. Was it wide? Was it narrow? And what was his attitude? You know, a lot of things um, can get our attitudes out of whack, and I think that would have been one for Joseph to get him a little out of whack. Um, in Philippians 2.14, it says, Do all things without grumbling or questioning or arguing or complaining. 
Um, there's a lot of different translations to that. My kids even sing a song to that, and I remind them of that as they get bad attitudes at times, that we need to sing that song. Um, but I think that that's something that, that we can look at. Where's our attitude when things don't go as planned? Is your attitude wrapped yeah. up? Go ahead, Kathy. You know, I love that, you know, in talking about this and, and what did Joseph see? And, you know, obviously God sees everything because he sees his purpose in the circumstances. And and he sees that long-term um, progression of what he wants to accomplish according to his incredible plan. And, you know, we've talked so much about God's amazing plans that he has for us. And, you know, I, I like that sometimes we can ask, all right, Lord, I, I don't I don't get it. I, I understand I have a narrow view. I, I'm trying to have a good attitude about this, but I just don't get it. I don't see the purpose. And then and there are times when God will say, You don't see the purpose, but you just have to trust me. You just you have to trust me. And and then there are times like we saw God do with Joseph where God is so gracious, so merciful, he will step in and say, um I am doing something here. This is me, and this is how you go and do the right thing. And, um, and you know, at that time, you know, Joseph would not have had a Bible in his hand to go and, and look at. And, Carrie, I, you know, I love how you bring Scripture into this, because when we are looking at our circumstances and wondering, are we looking through the right lens, we can go to God's Word and say, okay, Lord, help me to understand this and get the right perspective on what you're doing. And looking at things through the truth of God's words always helps kind of fix our lens, especially when we're going in, in into maybe difficult situations, um, having a pity party, which I, you know, I know that uh, I've been, I've been responsible for that sometimes. Right. The right perspective. You mentioned that. Yeah. And, you know, so many times our day can get off track first thing in the morning. You know, how are the kids acting? What's the traffic going to be like on the drive? How long did you have to wait for your coffee? Or maybe it's a little more serious than that. Maybe it's mounting debt or maybe it's a marriage that's on the rocks. Um, And sometimes we get bitter and we carry around that anger and that jealousy, and uh, it's it's so painful. Miss Evelyn, is there sometimes a time in your life when you see that you need an attitude adjustment? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's when I think everything ought to be perfect and according to my time schedule. But, you know, I, it, we talk about perception uh, when we're looking through a lens. What do we really see? And I think in America today, more than on a personal level, I would think more on a national level, I see that um, we are the greatest treasure that in the whole history of the world that God's ever had because we have so many opportunities and different ways of sharing the love and the treasure that, that the Lord Jesus is to us. But, you know, there are 4.5 billion people in the world who do not know Jesus. Mm. And I don't know how many there were when Joseph uh, and uh, encountered the angel. I don't. We have no idea, but his view became a worldview that is so important to us today, because it was a condition that he could, he had nothing to do with. It was a, a, a baby surprise for him. And Mary, you know, the angel appeared to her, and then later, you know, it happened with Joseph. But when we look at our world today. 
we've got to stop and look at it through the eyes of the Lord Jesus and see what it is that he has called us to do and called us to be and see ourselves as really an instrument of love and grace in a world that needs that. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. You know, you said there's 4.5 billion people in this world that don't know Jesus. Mm -hmm. And when we look at our first world problems here, you know, oh, my coffee was too hot, too cold, whatever. You know, it, it seems so petty compared to the problem of this 4.5 people who do not know the saving grace of Jesus Christ. You know, and apart from that, the, the ones uh, that are, who you say they believe in Christ, they believe in Jesus, but don't have a lifestyle that that projects a picture of who he really is. And we're in some times right now, Carrie, when uh, everything is changing quickly. Uh, just the terror and the disaster in our world today is greater than I've known. And I went through World War I, I mean, World War Two, and uh, the Korean War and the Vietnam War. I've looked back on how it is that man or woman would do damage to a society or to our world. And we are really in a situation today where we are just ready for the Lord Jesus to show us how it is that we are here for and what our treasure is. And so as we do that, we need to take a break, Carrie, we come back. Let's talk about the man that God chose for a time when he was going to make a change right after this. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. 
So, big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davis and Carrie Brinkader and their guest, Kathy Enderbrock, love talking about the exchanged life, love of Joseph. Welcome back to Love Talk. I am Carrie Brinkader, and I am here with the amazing Evelyn Davison, who has been doing radio for 30-some-odd years. And on the line from Boise, Idaho, we have Kathy Enderbrock. Welcome back, ladies. Well, it's good to be here. (laughs) (laughs) We went out to the break, and we were talking about the man God chose for an exchanged life or a changed life, and that was Joseph, the earthly father of Jesus. Let's learn a little bit more about Joseph. He was really a gracious man. He kept the laws of Judaism. He was incredibly well-respected. He was a man of meager means, but nonetheless, he was honorable and he was faithful. He was very skilled as a carpenter. He lived in a small town, Nazareth. And in that small town, he was very well-respected and very trusted. In the Bible, we don't see a lot of recorded facts about Joseph. Um, Even in the four Gospels, we don't see a lot of recorded facts. He's mentioned with respect to the events surrounding Jesus' birth, of course, um, that he was betrothed to Mary, that Mary was visited by an angel, that he was later visited by an angel, the flight to Egypt, and the return to Galilee. We find that Joseph obeyed the Lord without question during this time. And that's where I want to land, Miss Evelyn. You know, it's what you see sometimes that guides you, but it's what you don't see that you trust God for. Well, you know, he he obeyed God without question. And that goes back to our verse in Philippians 2.14, do all things without grumbling or questioning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I find it so hard for my brain to wrap around the fact that Jesus that Joseph is betrothed to Mary and in that time that meant he was promised to marry her and all of a sudden he wakes up one day and Mary comes to his house and says oh by the way I'm pregnant what I think (laughs) as a human Kathy would you have freaked out a little bit I mean, really, you'd have to, especially since young Mary had such an incredible reputation. And, you know, Joseph knew her to be uh, a wholesome uh, woman who, you know, young woman who loved the Lord. And, you know, I, I love what Evelyn said as we were going out, is that, you know, this Joseph that we were talking about, he is the man that God chose when he was ready to make a change, when God was ready to make a change. And I think so often, you know, we feel, we look at the progression in the world, we see that that, that a change has to, has to happen. You know, Evelyn, you talked earlier about Franklin Graham is going to be touring through the whole United States on a Decision America tour, because it is time that we make a decision, that we see that the decisions that we make in our everyday life don't just impact us. They don't just impact our families. They don't just impact our communities. But the decisions that we make every day are impacting our nation. And so there's a decision, a, a, a whole corporate decision that needs to be made in our in, in in our nation today. And and I love that we see this man that God chose to make a change, and he was 
simple. He was a carpenter. Uh, he was a, just a humble man. He wasn't a great, powerful ruler, land o- landowner, or king. And God wants to choose us to make a change. I, God has appointed us in a time such as this to be game changers. And so I love looking at Joseph's response to these really unusual situ- situations and saying, I know what the world would do, um, but okay, God, I'm going to do what you want me to do. Mm. Well, and I wonder, I often wonder, how long did it take Joseph to get to that spot? You know, we don't know. No. Did he immediately say, okay, Mary, um, all right, let, let's move forward. I, I think there was probably a time there where he questioned things. Yeah. Mary, but Very wait definitely. a minute, Mary, how can this be? You know, Joseph was a respectable man. Mary was a respectable woman. He had not touched Mary in the ways of marriage. Had anybody else? He was so confused. I would I would assume or figure that he probably asked a lot of questions during that time. And you know what, Miss Evelyn? That's okay. It's okay to question. But yeah. Joseph came back to Jesus. He came or came back to God, I should say. Yeah. He came back to God. And maybe he was angry for a time, but he got over it. He got you know, over it. It was a change in life that not only changed Mary's life and Joseph's life, but everybody's life. You know, the picture that we see of Jesus uh, and Mary at Christmas time on a donkey going to mm-hmm. Jerusalem to pay their taxes. And while, the, I mean, to Bethlehem, uh, uh, they were actually going to Jerusalem and they, go to, they had to go to Bethlehem. And the fact that they were alone because the Jewish family was so tightly tied together. Uh, and, you know, the danger of being alone on that road from where they were to, to Bethlehem, that tells you something. There was a major change mm-hmm. in perhaps the way that Mary's family perceived them and the way Joseph's family perceived them. That's a great point. And, you know, it just further emphasizes what a special man Joseph was, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, to to take this woman. He made a promise to her, and he eventually got to the point, we don't know how long, where he said, okay, God, I'm going to trust you on this. And, you know, the angel visit probably helped. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, two things <laughs> happen. If you look at Mary's song of praise, uh, she, she saw very quickly that it was of God, because she knew, mm-hmm. and she had the evidence. Joseph didn't have the evidence. And you look at our life today, mm-hmm. Carrie, we're the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, a person that's been a Christian a long time and that God has delivered over and over and over has a better lens to look through than a young person or even an adult. My dad was 70 years old when he prayed to receive Christ. Their, the lens changes, and of course, with the culture change like it was for Mary and Joseph, they would look through a different lens as well. But what did they see? They saw the Holy Spirit come. It says that the Holy Spirit visited Mary. And so, you know, we, we don't often uh, visit that picture, look at that picture through the lens we have today, because so it's so different from what we have. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is they learn to walk by faith. And I think that's mm. what God's doing for us as we look at the terror that we're facing, the so many of the things that are shaky right now in our nation and in the world. 
as we look toward the Christmas season. We are a great treasure to the Lord Jesus. We are a gift from him to the world. And we need to be polishing that gift so that we can give it away. Right, Miss Kathy? Absolutely. I, I think that is so right. We have to look at what the Lord has placed immediately in our hands. And, you know, I think it's so easy when we look at these men and women in the Bible that we say, oh, he was exceptional. I couldn't possibly do that. But we have to remember that Joseph, Joseph's initial response was that he was going to quietly divorce Mary and separate himself from her. And when he heard God's word that said, no, you go and marry this woman because this child is from me, that's when Joseph had to make that decision to exchange what he wanted to do and what his plans were for dealing with this situation with, was he willing to to choose God's ways and what God's word had told him? And it was going to cost him a lot. It was going to cost him his entire reputation. It was going to cost him, um, you know, building, he, you know, he had, was building this home for Mary because that's what you did when you were betrothed. The, the, the male would build this home for his new wife. And when it was ready, he would go and collect his wife. So he had been building this beautiful home for Mary. He was going to have to leave that for someone else to enjoy. It was going to be a long process, nine months of pregnancy away from any support system, um, away from he'd have to set up a whole new livelihood. I mean, he was a carpenter, but he had set clients. He was going to have to rebuild his business. And so he had to decide with that kind of a cost and that difficult of a process, did he value, did he value God's ways enough to go ahead and pay the cost and go through the process in order to do this thing God's way. And and I think the Lord's asking us to make the same evaluation. You know, what what value do we place on our faith? What value do we place on our beliefs? What value do we place on Him? And I think this Christmas is the perfect time to really hold ourselves um, accountable and look towards that and say, what kind of a Christmas are we willing to have? Are we going to um, exchange... Uh, a secular, worldly Christmas for the kind of Christmas that focuses mm-hmm. on what God is doing and what God is wanting to accomplish in the hearts and minds of men and women throughout this nation. You know, Kathy, I, I love that. At what cost did Joseph make this decision? And I think, honestly, in our world today, um, we have a cost. Mm-hmm. for pronouncing Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. As did Joseph. There was there was a cost to that, a cost to believing that God was in control. And for us, Miss mm-hmm. Evelyn, we have to make that decision no matter the cost. And uh, these are, you know, sometimes we look forward to um, to Christmas and, you know, can we say Merry Christmas? Can we say Happy Christmas? Can yeah. you say Happy Holidays? You know, we have to make a stand and just decide, you know what, I'm making a stand for Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. uh, just as Joseph did. Well, you know, jo- Mary prays. I mean, her reaction once she came to the reality after she visited her cousin and she got... John the Baptist, you know, had not been born. And, I mean, he shouted. It was just so obvious. It's mm-hmm. such a beautiful story. 
and and Joseph was restless. You know, he he struggled with it, and we struggle every day with our faith. You know, why why are things so bad right now? Why doesn't God do something? But you know, Second Chronicles seven fourteen tells us something. It says, "If you do this, then I will do this." That's what God says. If my people, if Mary and Joseph would humble themselves, then I will work in their life. And that is so true of us today. Uh, you know, when you look at it, uh, we, we ought to praise him regardless of what happened. But we also need to struggle with the issues and the perception that the world has right now of Jesus Christ. But, you know, it all comes. It, that came in a period of darkness for Israel. Mm. And when Jesus came... Light came. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Go ahead, Kathy. No, I, I love that. When Jesus came, light came. Whenever Jesus enters a situation, you know, there is light. There is peace. There, and, and I think that individuals, we have to stop this thinking that, that people are not interested in knowing about Jesus Christ, that people are not interested in spiritual matters. We know that, that it's you know, thousands of different religions are just bursting into existence because people are hungry for spiritual things. And, um, you know, I think as Christians, we have two things to do. Uh, you know, not only in developing, we have to develop our relationship with the Lord first and foremost, but then we need to be encouraging one another because, you know, Evelyn Carey, we all know things can get discouraging, you know, when that dear friend ends up getting cancer, when when your father passes away unexpectedly in a car accident, it, it, we need to be encouraging one another as Christian brothers and sisters to continue to, um, to hold strong to the faith and, and to share the light that Christ has, has put within us and uh, to turn to the Holy Spirit uh, when we need that wisdom and comfort every day and every moment. And then we need to share that light with others and to have that good word. I, I love having a verse every morning because it, when I encounter somebody, I'm able to share the words and principles and wisdom from that verse. And um, I think that making a difference not only in our own lives but in the lives of other Christians and then in reaching out across to our neighbors who don't know him, that is a great calling. Well, it is a, a great calling, and it's an enabling to uh Kathy, because it is the Holy Love Spirit of God that motivates us to invest in the lives of others. And we're not here by happy chance. In John, you know, that's my life verse, John fifteen sixteen says, You didn't choose me, I chose you. Not only have I chosen you, but I have planted you in a time, in a love field, where you can grow up and bear fruit and your fruit would last. And when we look... At, at Joseph's life, when we look at Mary's life, that is the light of the world. That Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Uh, that's what Christmas is all about. We do need to take our break. Let's do that. We come back. We want to talk about what we can do to bring light in the culture in which we live today. Right after this, stay with us. This is Evelyn from Love Talk inviting you to join us at the bridge in shipping God's love 
in a shoebox around the world. Operation Christmas Child has delivered shoeboxes filled with love to more than 124 million children. You can share the good news of Jesus by packing gift-filled shoeboxes. For information, call Awana at 512-990-2600 or The Bridge at 512-349-5899. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? ThinkMarketingTexas.com ThinkMarketingTexas.com Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davis and Carrie Brinketer with Kathy Enderbrock. Love talking about the exchange life, love of Joseph. Back, friends, to the bridge, 1120 a.m. here on Christian Talk. I am Carrie Brinkater, and I'm in studio with the lovely Evelyn Davison, and our good, good friend Kathy Enderbrock is on the line. We left talking about the light in our culture, that we as Christians need to be the light in our culture. I love what it says in Psalm 23:4 that even though I walk through the darkest of valleys, as Kathy mentioned, you know, whenever things don't go as planned, when Our best, dearest friend is caught in a battle um, with her health or we lose a person that's incredibly close to us. Um, Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Psalm 23, 4. We make choices uh, to trade, exchange our problems for praise. And that's where the light comes. Uh, That's where the light comes. You know, Joseph could have... have, uh, just absolutely divorced Mary. He could have. I mean, that was under the law. He Mm -hmm. could have done that. He chose his problem. Uh, He chose to exchange his problem for praise. He could have been bitter. He could have longed to have a different life. But you know what? Once he decided the life that was in front of him was the life he was going to choose, you know what? He didn't look back, Miss Evelyn. And I think sometimes we get bitter because we look back and we say, Mm -hmm. what if? I should have, could have, would have. You know what? You made the best decision you could at the time. And that's what Joseph did. He chose Mary. He chose Jesus. Wow. What a life-changing event. What a life-changing event. He didn't choose to be the king of kings. The Lord said, "I'm." he didn't choose to be the earthly father of the king of kings. The Lord said, I choose you. Like Kathy said earlier, I choose, you know, the Lord chooses us. And like you said, Miss Evelyn, the Lord chooses us. God chose Joseph. What a beautiful picture of an exchanged life. Um, you know, there's also times when, when we're restless in today's culture. Kathy, would you like to talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, I, I love what you said, that sometimes we've made this bad decision. And so what, what do we do? And and we feel like we can't move forward because we've made this bad decision. And it can just um, give us, help make us want to give up. And I just want to remind um, remind all of our friends out there that God can redeem every bad decision. And I, I think this is one of the things that Christmas is about because 
God sent Christ into the world to redeem a bad decision that we see was made all the way back in the Garden of Eden when Eve decided to take that apple to disobey God, and then she handed it to Adam, and Adam disobeyed God. Really bad decision, guys, but God always provides a way to redeem us from our bad decisions and to even redeem bad decisions. Um, you know, I think of Abby Johnson, uh, a gal who ran um, an abortion clinic, and, 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 and then she realized, wow, this awful, terrible thing that she was doing. And instead of going out and committing suicide, or instead of throwing her hands in the air and giving up and running from God, she said, okay, I, I am going to start doing the right thing. And God has redeemed and redeemed and redeemed and saved hundreds of children and, 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 and helped Abby reach out to rescue uh, uh, abortion, you know, workers in the abortion industry. And she's, you know, educated so many. And so it doesn't matter the bad decisions we've made. If we are able to recognize them as, as bad decisions, we can ask the Lord to redeem them, and he will redeem every single one. And I think when that happens, we're able to really um, exchange restlessness for peace. And, you know, a restless spirit, um, that is an exhausting thing, to have every ounce of our thoughts and energies um, eaten up by things that are just eating us, um, that is no way to spend a life. And and that's and God doesn't want us to spend our life that way. He wants to exchange our restlessness for peace. You know, Kathy, that is so true. And, you know, one day we can look in through the lens of, of love and, and see just so many wonderful things that God's doing. And then the next day we have a... a a tragedy in our life or a terror attack or just something that's very disappointing and we begin to doubt that the Lord really has a plan for our life. And we all go through those things. It, they they don't last long sometimes, but then sometimes for our friends who are Christians, it lasts for years. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've, I've had friends that just could not get over uh, a, a bad decision they made or a job they lost or and it's it's really hard uh, to live in a world when you have to do that. You have to move past that. And one of the things that that is so important as we talk about the exchange life, Carrie, is that everyone has to come to that point where they're willing to make the change. Yes, ma'am. You know, changing that darkness for light. And when Jesus came as a little baby, Praise the Lord. You know, absolutely, there is plenty of darkness in this world, and it is. I have friends as well, Miss Evelyn, that are really struggling to get past a tragedy in their life. Um, in Ephesians 5.8, it says, for, one, for you were once darkness, now you are light mm. in the Lord. Live as children of light. I just think that's a beautiful just a representation of what we should be to others. Does that mean that every day is going to be wonderful? Absolutely not. But we make choices um, and to choose light over that darkness for somebody to um, make that choice. Sometimes it's hard. And the only way we can get through that is through the saving love of Jesus Christ and the hope that's in the future for us that this world 
It's not all there is. Praise yes. the Lord. This world is not. I'm ready for a trip. I know, right? This world is not all there is. And praise the Lord that he chose Joseph to be Jesus' earthly father and to attend the holy days and to, to be the one that could show him, show Jesus exactly what it means um, to live that light. And Jesus, of course, he, he was in the temple when he was 12 teaching everybody else. Mm-hmm. And he was the light. And he was the light. Mm-hmm. Joseph chose to look through a different lens, and he chose to have an attitude of gratitude, Miss Evelyn. Ultimately, you know, Joseph loved Mary, um, even though his life took a huge detour. I think that it's important for us to remember when our lives take a detour, because a lot of times it does, and it's things we did not choose. Mm-hmm. We didn't choose it. Joseph mm-hmm. took that detour and forever changed the course of history. Um, he took that exchanged life to be the earthly father of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You know, it is so important for us to come at that point in our life uh, every day. Mm. Uh, when we get burdened with, with heartache or disappointment or discouragement, um, Jesus said that I have come that you might have life and have it abundant. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not just the fact that he went to Calvary and paid the price for us to do that. Uh, Carrie, it is the fact that he said, I will send someone after me. Mm-hmm. I will send someone after I am gone, after I go back to my father. And that is the power of his love spirit. Kathy, how important is that that we come to understand that principle? Oh, my goodness. I mean, the principle of, of the Holy Spirit coming and abiding in us when when we talk about exchanging our 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 sin and and the price that's on our head, I mean the, the the price of death, the penalty for sin is death. And when we commit our lives to the Lord, when we ask Him to forgiveness to, to forgive our sins, every single time He answers yes. He God has never answered no to a sinner who has come before Him and ask him to forgive his sin, the answer every time is yes. And angels shout amen when we come to the Lord and ask forgiveness for our sins. And and God doesn't stop there. I mean, the Lord pours out and pours out and pours out blessing. When he forgives our sin and and Jesus Christ is our Lord, then he sends his Holy Spirit. And we get a new heart. It's been wonderful, Carrie, talking, uh, Kathy, talking to you today. And Carrie, I... This is so exciting to me. Uh, this is just like being around the teacups in the living room and just letting our hearts open and oh, share things. But I thank you again, Kathy, for joining. We'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. You know, when we look at where we are right now in America, it, there is a fear that is gripping the hearts of people. But Jesus says, perfect love casts out fear. And it mm. is his love for us. And I don't know where you are uh, as you're listening to us today. You may be driving in 183 or you may be up in Waco or even in Lebanon. Uh, but I do know this. If you do not know the reality of the love of Jesus Christ, I would ask you today to think about why you're here and what he has to offer you. He looked at the, the nation of Israel, and in Ezekiel's day, he was, Ezekiel was a prophet. 
And Ezekiel was so discouraged, and there are many Christians in this nation that are discouraged because it seems we have lost so much of the light that has been part of our experience. And as Ezekiel complained to him, God said to him, Ezekiel, chill out. There's going to come a day when I'm going to take the hearts of cold men and women and put in a brand new heart, and that is the heart of the love of the Lord Jesus. And if you're listening to us today, you can have that. You just need to, first of all, acknowledge that you don't have the Holy Spirit living in your life. And Jesus said, when I come, I will send that one to help you through life. And then you believe that Jesus came and paid the price so that you can have a changed life. And then C is that you confirm it by giving your life to him and confess that you now belong to him and you are his treasure. You are his gift to a world in which we live today. You can do that right now where you are, or you can take, if you want to give us a call on the love line, 249-512-249-6535, we'll be happy to do, to help you find the love of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Miss Evelyn. What a wonderful time. I pray that everyone will choose light this Christmas season and look to Jesus for their hope in the future. 